Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you. Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you to take a bite out of summer with HelloFresh. From chef-curated seasonal recipes to their very new fresh and fit summer menu, HelloFresh brings flavor right to your door. And if you're looking to eat well this summer, HelloFresh's menu features calorie-smart and protein-smart lunch and dinner options. HelloFresh makes it easy to reach your food goals with flavor recipes that will definitely leave you feeling satisfied. Also, HelloFresh gets that you want options when it comes to what to make for dinner, not just the same old tired thing all the time. That's why they offer 40 recipes to choose from. Did you get that? 40 recipes to choose from every single week. So you'll never get bored and you can always find something new to try and love. Listen, it's peak time for summer produce and HelloFresh makes sure you get all of the best picks all season long. Their ingredients travel from the farm to your door in less than seven days for a quality you can taste. I recently made the Gouda Vibes Burger with tomato, onion, jam, and potato wedges. And I must say, this was one of the best burgers I have ever had. It was absolutely delicious. All of the ingredients were fresh, they were quality, and they were bursting with flavor. So what are you waiting for? Go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Hey yo. Uh. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's your girl Shanti. And it's Antoinette. And you are listening to Around, Around the, the Way, Way Curls. We are two Philly bred best friends who strive to produce content that is authentic, unapologetic, and exalting of the magic we see in ourselves and in you. Join us as we oscillate between love and light and money and dicks. Because, because duality, duality is a thing. Yizzo! Yizzo! <laughs> what the fuck is going on, Antoinette? And I mean that like metaphysically. What does meso- metaphysical mean? Metaphysical means it's like the the sm- meta. Like it's I... smaller than the physical. It's like the intangibles. It's like the little. It's, it's That's what the, I thought. I feel like energy. through context clues I knew, but I never really looked it up. You know. That's how. Um. How, what word is that for me? Gaslighting. But I get it. <laughs> Anyway, get it through experience. How's everything? I'll make you go first, even though I, I usually go first. You go. You just rock it back and forth. Like, I got a standing desk. <laughs> I feel like so that's I'm... your actual spirit and that's your energy. Like, yes, <laughs> it's the scales. We, we tipping, tipping on faux faux. <laughs> this is my scales. Like, bitch, are you okay? Yeah, you're okay. No, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> sure, yes, you are. No, 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 no. That's what it is. Um, Deadass. Um, 
I didn't really think I had any updates until I wrote my updates. So I established boundaries with a really good friend of mine who was asking me to do some shit for him. And I was like, I don't have the bandwidth. And then they, he just sent it to me anyway. It was like, thanks, A. And I was like, no, no, no. I already told you I'm not doing this. They want me to edit. Somebody wants me to edit their podcast for them and pay me to do it. And I'm like, I don't have the time. I love the money, but I don't have the time, bruh. And I really can't do this. Like, I am stretched thin. I'm really excited about some new projects that I have coming up. But, like, it's taking a lot to get them up and running um, and then work. So I just don't have the time or the space and um, I can't do it right now. I could do it in like maybe three weeks, but I can't do it right now. So uh, I said no. And, you know, all the memes are like, I, I, I love saying no. And I don't. Mm. It feels like shit. Yeah. It's like, ew, I feel terrible. <sighs> I really do. But I'm but just. But you did it. And then you. But have... I did it. Right. That feels good. That part does. No, not no. Nothing about it feels good yet. So I guess I still have work to do, but whatever. Um, ugh. <sighs> I booked a Mona cut, and I'm terrified. Oh my god! I am going to let this bitch cut my hair, and if she cuts all my hair off, I'm gonna shock her. She will, Antoinette. That's what she does. She's gonna cut no. into a triangle, like a legit triangle shape. She just makes. <laughs> Geometric. No, that's what she shapes. posts. So my, <laughs> I have a couple of homegirls who go to her, and they're and she's so expensive. Like you would be sick if you knew how much money I was spending on this. Over three hundred dollars. Yes, she is like a little bit, and that's without the tip, and that's just for a cut. <laughs> a couple of girlfriends go to her, and they're like, she's not scissor happy. She just posts the stuff that she loves to do. So like she has the shit where she's like, oh yeah, you just want the typical curly girl haircut, fine, I could do that, but that's not getting any love on my page. So I am trusting her, and and I've met her and I've sat down like at an event with her, and she understand like she was talking to me about how how like a black woman's hair is like it's like a spiritual thing like when it's cut, and I, like she understands how when women like at first she didn't get it. She was saying like, well, you know, these women were breaking out into tears and I just cut my hair off and I just didn't understand why it was. But like she's really researched it and like gone on journeys with her clients. So I am hoping, praying and wishing That's that wonderful. this chick doesn't cut all my hair off. But it the this side of my hair is okay. This side is just so flat and trash. So I'm like, you know what? Just it's just hair, sis. Do whatever you want to do, but put color in it. I'm so against this idea of you putting blonde in your hair. Your hair got so fried within like two months after you cut wow. that hair. That's how you felt? Yes. And you wow. did too. I don't recall that. I have thanks. evidence. It's on our Instagram where your hair is like, it looks great though. The color's popping. I actually did. That color looked like shit. Shout out to you. You know who you are who did it. <laughs> um, but. <laughs> No, I'm not. I think I'm going to go get my dark again and rock out. What you she... like my dark. Every time you get mad that I'm dyeing my hair dark and then you see it and you're like, actually, yeah, that looks good. So I think I'm going to go get my dark dark. Actually. Okay. Is everything yes. okay? I'm just making sure everything's okay. 
Um, I was on a podcast. Well, mm. it didn't come out. It'll come out this weekend. Oh, that's what I need to do. I need to pull it up. I was on a podcast called The Sweet with Ash Lemonade Podcast. And she was super dope. She reached out and was like, hey, girl, why don't you come on? I'm a big fan of Runaway Curls. Whatever. I'd love to get Shanti, too. Don't um, add eventually. that in. She didn't say that. You just yes, added that in. I could tell you. <laughs> Yo, I'm not. You're such a bitch. I'm not lying. She said that, but she didn't want both of us on at the same time. Well, then and she I, did not want you know the way not curls lying. on. Okay. You know I'm not lying because she did this, not want around the way curls, or she didn't want both of us, and that's word to she anybody. She didn't want around the way curls. She wanted Antoinette, and then she's gonna want Shanti. She said she did, but I told her I was like, you don't really respond to emails, so I told her to email me, and then I'll reach out to you to try to set it up. But she had amazing rapid fire questions for me, and I and it just proved that she was like a real listener. So I'm going to ask you these questions. Are you ready? Possibly, yeah. Go ahead. <clears throat> are you? Are yes. you? Is your energy where it needs to be right now? No. For this? Well, g- get it there, child. I'm you standing don't want up, bouncing up and down. Go ahead, and go, girl. <laughs> go ahead, girl. All right, ready? Uh huh. <clears throat> wow. Okay. She she started off with if there if you you it's a Marvel movie and it's Antoinette versus Shanti and the Infinity Stone is Allen Iverson. Who wins? I do. Whatever. Okay. Um, NOLA accent or NYC accent? Oh, man. New York. Wow. Uh, 2000s R&B or today's R&B? 2000s. Baby hairs or red lip? Red lip. Icy girl or hot girl? You probably don't even know what icy girl is. Hot girl. Um, Out on the town or a night in? A night in. Uh, traveling auntie or cool auntie? That one was kind of specific for me. Cool auntie? I ain't going to fucking wear. Jill or Erica? Erica. uh, Rihanna or Beyonce? That's ours. I don't know, really. Beyonce. Whoa. A bop or a groove? A groove. (laughs) Uh, Good morning text or flowers just because? Flowers just because. The best man or the wood? Oh my God, the wood. Brown sugar or voodoo? Voodoo. (laughs) Oh, that's so sweet. But it just showed that she listened. So shout out to her. Um, We had a really good conversation. I'll definitely post on my personal stories when it comes up. But that was really it. What's her name, Angie? Ashley. So sweet with Ash. I hope I'm sick. Hold on. Let me... Let me not say oh, don't this embarrass child podcast us. wrong. I'm don't embarrassed. Embarrass us. Sweetened. I hate myself. Sweetened with Ash Lemonade. Like sweetened with her lemonade. Sorry. Sorry, well, Ashley. I, you knew what you was getting into when you brought my raggedy ass on, though. So <clears throat> I'm happy that you made amends. Um, I voted <laughs> yesterday. <You're so> <laughs> yes, Queen. I dropped the light. Voting like tomorrow. Hot. And um you was, go- it, was it was it lot, a lot of line was it no I didn't lines? I didn't go in person I I did an absentee ballot and so I oh, okay put it where it's supposed to be uh, which a lot of you niggas don't know how to do but anyway um <laughs> I want to say I'm very proud of myself everybody there was a lot of anxiety there's still a lot of trial and error 
Not sure that anything is sinking in, but homeschooling is really going well. We're like, <laughs> we have a nice groove. We have a nice routine. We've been talking about the Civil War, slavery. She's killing it with math. We did a science project today. Oh. She knows how the digestive system works. I'm gonna Maybe tell you're about. a teacher. Maybe I'm a teacher. When the apocalypse comes, I will teach your kids in the shanty that we create. <laughs> oh my god that used to be a mall i but it's been really good and she's been enjoying it got the nigga in like rock climbing classes which when like when Who everything the, oh you talking about your child yeah. <laughs> oh i was like gotcha. you put rashid in rock climbing classes <laughs> <laughs> no, little nigga in rock climbing classes wow queen. which is like we got free classes when white people were feeling guilty. They were like, free classes, rock climbing classes for black kids. And I was like, whatever. And a friend gave it to me. And I was like, all right, take JoJo's ass there. JoJo's really good. And she I bet. really likes She's long it. as shit. And I'm She's like, got long ass sh- Allen Iverson arms. Shut She's up. probably really good. She really she got long ass Allen Iverson arms. She does. She's Shout got long out limbs. to black people doing shit like that. It really makes me excited. And I also plan on surfing soon. I don't know if you've seen this viral video of this black girl surfing, but it's like... Why don't you try skateboarding first, Queen? I can't. Well, I guess they're surfing's both hard equally as shit. dangerous too, huh? Surfing is so fucking hard. Like, I tried that in Costa Rica. You tried like one surfing? Of, in, one, in Costa Rica, in, in, in an excursion. When I, t- I couldn't even get on the board. And when I got on the board, it was... Busting my ass and it hurts because you usually hit the board on the way down and the board is hard and really heavy. Child. And then I was scared. And you know how they attach the board to your foot? I was like, this big ass board. So I wouldn't Knock even attach fuck- it. Listen. Like, let that shit go into Were the there ocean. big waves? Dragging me. No, I mean it was like a little shallow. I mean, there were waves, but like with people who surf are godly. I don't get it. I'm invested well. Seeing this black girl surf her ass off, I was like, "What you doing? Popping pills? Taking your I'm vitamins? Taking my care of vitamins? Good. You girl, you better." Um, I also finished the book. It is trash. It is trash. <laughs> I was like, "This ending's gonna be lit. It's all gonna come together." It was one of the worst books I've ever read. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an around the way curls episode where you get to the end and you're like, so there's no lesson and there's, there's no this conclusion here, nothing. folks. Y'all was just talking and y'all didn't know what you were talking about. You didn't know why you were, I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. Shout so, out to Yagasi. Yagasi. Girl. Yagasi. I don't know what she was trying to say. I'm not well enough to, I don't know. It was the ending. It was atrocious. It was like the ending you write <laughs> when you're writing a, a story for school and then all mm. of it, like you have all this stuff that happens and then you're like, and then they went and then the grandma hugged her and everything was good and then they lived happily ever after and she moved to California and everything was okay. It was like, how was that even possible? That doesn't even connect to the story. Anyway, highly don't recommend it. Love her writing, but not that one. <laughs> not good. Also, you know, I've also noticed it's like a trend, Antoinette. It's a real trend. 
it's a real trend. It's a real thing that whoever I me. like. It's I don't like him. <laughs> That's the first thing. I'm not interested in that man like that. I appreciate Matt, him. It's a difference. Well, a lot of you hoes listening now, all of a sudden, y'all like Jonathan Majors all of a sudden. And I'm just like, y'all need to get off of it. Everybody <laughs> loves Jonathan Majors. I will say he was quite attractive in that GQ thing that he posted. That was when I was like, oh, that was a GQ? No, it was Vogue. That Vogue, oh, 24 Day in the hours life. with Jonathan. He was Day like, in the life. I wake up at four o'clock. When he was out. in that bed and he went to turn and grab something off of that nightstand, I said, look at his fucking back and his shoulders and his forearm. <laughs> but also, like, he's just doing cute stuff. He's like, I have he's a homemade. He's doing cute stuff. He's a grown-ass man. matcha tea. I'm going to have some matcha tea. Then when he sat and waited for the park to be open, because it wasn't quite five o'clock yet. Then he did his meditation. He had now he was kissing his dog on the mouth and had them dirty ass. That dogs is in his proof bed. that he only dates white women. There That's what I said. I will not say who it was, but some one of our friends called me very hype about that video. And she was like, Can you um can you FaceTime Sh- uh Shanti? Can you can you add her to this call? And I was like, Why don't you call her? She's like, you know, we're not that close. It hurt. <laughs> <laughs> also, and that was, was like, directly I- to be talk to me. Yeah, because she so didn't. Funny. She was like, "You don't care about him, and you don't watch the show." I, I want her. To, I want to talk to her about it because she posted him, and I'm over here lusting. I was crying. She's like, "You." She's like, "We cool, but like, I don't ever call her." And the one time I did call her, she she played me. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> that was she'll never forget that. That was when we were like 14 years old. And that was I was like, mm, "Hello, what? No, I ain't going to movies with you." <laughs> I hate myself. That's a oh god! It's a failed relationship. No, he's fine as shit. He's really, but in a different way. I, I'm real. Listen, I would bet money. What's today? October twenty seventh, nine thirty four. The Jonathan Majors is fucking white girl. Right now, fucking white woman. Strictly, yeah. He's fucking all women. He has a daughter. I bet she's biracial. Can't find her. Searched for her. I wanted to see well. if she was a little curly head, little thing. Everybody has been. But nothing would make me happier if he had like a, a real, just regular, regular black girl that was like. I've been here from the minute. Right. But um, he made me want to be a better woman. Like Excuse seeing me? his routine, I was just like, I'm trash. He's I'm unwell. the most unproductive piece of shit out here. He's a Virgo man. Virgos be like really competent and organized, but like on the low, like falling apart. I'm just I'm not gonna wish that Isn't on that him. all of us. That's like all of us. I was, I was also gonna <laughs> say that. Uh, whatever. That's not him. But anyway, we belong together. People told me that we might we belong together. People see it. I They're think like, I could see that. People are like, oh, would just be Rashid floating. even called me like, yeah, you know, if you weren't dating me, I, if you left me for him, I would understand why. And I was like. <laughs> Yeah. That's your hall pass. Uh-huh. And then somebody said, you know who you are if you're listening. Someone was like, you guys, you and Jonathan Majors might be the same person. And I was like, why? And she was like, you know, because you're just like laissez-faire and all the wrong times. What the fuck <laughs> is like, laissez-faire? I had to look that up too, child. I still don't know what that means. <laughs> 
Do you know what podcast this is? She just dropped Lase Fair. Who was smart enough to say that? Desiree? Oh, she's a brilliant person. She's the smartest person I know. Hold it must on. be Desiree. <laughs> it's Desiree. I knew it. It I'm was like, Des. Des said it. A policy or attitude of letting things take their own course without interfering. And she was like, you're uh-huh. laissez-faire at all the wrong times. And I was like, is this a compliment or a... <laughs> Ah, yes. Or Get that tatted right on your what forehead. What are you actually saying right now? What are you trying to tell me? Des, let me know what that you. meant because I still don't know. But, um, yeah, that's it. That's that's what's going on in my life right now. I'm in support of that that union. That Of that union? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I should break up with Rashid and go try to get with him, right? <laughs> you could try. <laughs> you could try. I don't know like, if it's going to work. Get out of here. You're, I need he would a be like, Jewish um, woman. You don't get up at 4 o'clock and the dishes are still left in your sink. <laughs> no. You don't work out. No. I don't work out. I'm three months pregnant. But um, Philly, Philly, Philly. Uh, Philly. It Philly. ain't Philly. It's It just hits differently. With Philly. Mm-hmm. Um, on Monday afternoon, Walter Wallace Jr. was murdered. Murdered, killed, shot down by two police in West Philadelphia. And this man was 27 years old. I don't know who called the police, but uh, it was a family incident which led him to be running around outside with a knife. Let's also mention that he suffers from mental illness. I mean, running around outside unwell with a knife. Um, Neighbors, moms, you know, trying to coax him, calm him down. Police are out there with him. Mom is begging the police not to. Mom is begging, trying to interfere, like physically trying to physically grab him. They He comes towards the police and he is shot. But he's still at least 10 feet away from them. At least. And police kill him in an excuse of... Uh, not one shot, not two shots. It was at least 10 shots fired. They, they riddled his body with bullets. In front of his mother. Of course, it was recorded. Police have body cams as well, although those uh, videos aren't released. But neighbors recorded it. Um, and I didn't watch it. I can't watch it. But, you know, you can hear... The mom screaming, like freaking out. His mother freaking out who just watched her son um, be killed right in front of her. And so Philly is was lit up. That happened on Monday. Over the night, there were lots of protesting and neighborhood stores. 52nd Street was ransacked and ran through. Um, there were some protests today. You know, the protests last night were scary. I was watching um, videos. I couldn't. I when I saw what happened, I couldn't really sleep because I was like, Philly is diff. Like Philly is about to. Philly don't care, and like there's some folks out there who are really like organized and protesting, and then there's some that are less organized, right, and are angry and rightfully so. But, like, I saw a video of this huge, like, big-ass truck, like, um, 
what's the truck when you have it's just like you could sit up front and then the rest of, what's that called and the rest of it's just like a where you put shit into it a tow truck no like a, like a pickup truck pickup truck was, pickup truck um, not a tow truck it just ran down police a police officers. yeah so one police officer yeah. broke our legs were broken shit was on yeah, fire woman um I saw that they were torching trash cans and throwing it at the police, wheeling it to them. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Um, I saw the police. There was at least a video where there were like 20 some cops running because they were just throwing bottles and rocks and this and and I'm not I'm not I'm not judging it at all but I was scared because I just thought like this is the same city that dropped a bomb on its people that fired up an entire city block in the 80s like this this shit happened happened like these motherfuckers will kill us and I'm, you know me, I'm all about protesting, but I, I just get so nervous when it's, you know, when it's people that you care about, when it's home and you're like, I just want people to be as protected, as supported and as organized as possible. But I get when you're like, how many fucking more times are we going to organize and march peacefully? Um, and there were a couple people like blood for blood screaming that like blood for fucking blood. There was someone, it's like a Philly celebrity. He was, um, thrown to the ground and taken in like some online celebrity. I saw this woman getting the shit beat out of her by tons of cops. I think she was white and she was protesting and they were just beating her to a pulp. And she was running, trying to get to the protesters, and they were trying to pull her into the group to protect her, and the cops pulled her back. And, like, she's on the ground, and they are wailing on her with nightsticks. On the ground. It's just like, the, I don't know. I don't know. The fraternity order, what's the proper name of that? The police... Not the chief commissioner of police. That's a black woman, actually. Yeah. <clears throat> And oh, she said she vows to get to the bottom of it, whatever that is. Yeah, means. that's what everybody's saying. They're going to get to the law and the bottom of it. But the thing, 
what keeps happening and what is just falling, it's basically just like falling flat is that. Hey y'all, Antoinette here and I am inviting you. Hey y'all, Antoinette here and I am inviting you to take a bite out of summer with HelloFresh. From chef curated seasonal recipes to their very new fresh and fit summer menu, HelloFresh brings flavor right to your door. And if you're looking to eat well this summer, HelloFresh's menu features calorie smart and protein smart lunch and dinner options. HelloFresh makes it easy to reach your food goals with flavor recipes that will definitely leave you feeling satisfied. Also, HelloFresh gets that you want options when it comes to what to make for dinner, not just the same old tired thing all the time. That's why they offer 40 recipes to choose from. Did you get that? 40 recipes to choose from every single week. So you'll never get bored and you can always find something new to try and love. Listen, it's peak time for summer produce and HelloFresh makes sure you get all of the best picks all season long. Their ingredients travel from the farm to your door in less than seven days for a quality you can taste. I recently made the Gouda Vibes Burger with tomato onion jam and potato wedges. And I must say, this was one of the best burgers I have ever had. It was absolutely delicious. All of the ingredients were fresh, they were quality, and they were bursting with flavor. So what are you waiting for? Go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. When folks say we're gonna we're gonna go by the law and we're gonna get to the bottom of what happened, is we're all fucked because what the police did was legal and it's by law they're like allowed to do it, and so that rhetoric mm-hmm. isn't it. Like mm-hmm. you're not telling me anything. Like that's what you're trained to do. The fact that you're trained to do that is what the problem is. And right. that that's has why the laws need to be changed. To change. Mm-hmm. That has to end. Did you see the video that I posted on my yeah, stories? Yeah, in the UK. In the UK. They, we're like, this ma- this white guy's out there flipping. He's got a machete, not a knife, not a pocket knife, like a machete. And these cops are out there surrounding him. And they're just basically like, you know, maneuvering themselves until he kind of tires out. And until these other police officers get there that have these huge shields, basically, they all surround him, close in to the point where that machete is not going to get through these police shields they have. And they detain him in that way. And they interviewed, I guess, whoever, you know, whoever the police person was in the UK. They said, you know, had that happened in North America, do you think that that man would be alive? And he said, no, he would have been killed immediately. He would have never made it. And he was taken to a mental institution. Got a lot of work to do. Lots and lots of reform. And so we just had, if and when you vote in Pennsylvania, there's a question on the ballot that asks, if they should give money to basically it's like a it's like a people's watch it's like a a community 
reform, it's like a community commission in which they can hold the police accountable. Mm-hmm. But it's it's been around for a very long time in Philadelphia, but it's been wildly underfunded. So they're basically asking, like, should we like be funding this and paying mm-hmm. attention to this and making giving more people in in the Philadelphia local government more power and say so around, you know, this community commission around oh she is working out no I'm listening I <laughs> police I reform in Philadelphia and like that's just a step I don't know if that's going to change anything um because again these are like fraternities these are like really deeply political relational power dynamics that we have and like I, I just don't fucking know how this shit is gonna it's just wild. It's just all so wild to me. And it feels mad hopeless. Just feels very hopeless. But um I mean, I think I they can feel hopeless, but I do think I don't know if police again, police oversight is fine and accountability is fine, but again, until the laws change, nothing's gonna change. Like you can say, oh, you know, there were other things that they could have done, this and that. But what if they what they did was within the scope of the law? How accountable can you hold them? And what their training is. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know. I can't remember the correct terminology, but one of the excuse me head got head police guys, local u- like union guys of the police was basically like, our police have been traumatized too by this, and you know we're we're holding prayers for the police and their families as well and it's like if that's the case why are you putting your police in these why are you training your police to be traumatized why why do you have these type of training protocols with their it just proves this shit doesn't work you're killing innocent people and if your police are quote-unquote innocent and they're not you know, racially charged, if there's no racism involved, then you're just, just your tactics are, are, they don't fucking work and they're fucking up your, your police. Yeah. But they don't care. I mean, they don't care. Again, policing shouldn't only be punitive either. We also have to redefine what policing is. Like, it's no reason why police should come around and not ask me what my name is, or not know who I am, or not be in the neighborhood that they're policing. No. Like, that's not policing. Like, you should get to know a neighborhood, know how it functions, know who's who, and then you 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 build some fucking relationships with folks, you humanize folks, and that also will help you not just shoot to kill. And that's you what actually- they did in Camden. And that was part of the defunding. They defunded the police, took the weapons from them, and they trained them on how to be involved in the community. And guess what went down? Crime. Right. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. I just, I don't understand this. But um, there is a GoFundMe for Walter Wallace's Jr.'s um, family. He left behind his mom, uh, his wife. Kids. kids and an unborn child. So I'll I'll put the link in this if you want in the to description. um if you want to donate to that to that fund. Um damn, 
I cannot believe that the presidential election is next week. Me neither. I've I been waiting for this for forever. <laughs> believe this. Yep. And it's listen, can I just say something real fast cuz I didn't write this down, but before we get into that unpopular opinion is that Amy Comey Barrett was confirmed. She's in. As a Supreme ever, Court. Ever. Yeah, she was She's in the Supreme Court. This is a lifetime appointee, so appointment. So I, the court is now three to six, six being conservative, three being liberal. Uh, the courts just ruled um, that in Michigan, I believe, that uh, late ballots will not be counted. People cannot vote after the certain date or whatever. After at, at, It has to be time stamped at a certain time or whatever d- that's most um, places, right? Yes, but there was there's there's a couple places that where they they allowed it, but what was most concerning was the language used by Brett Kavanaugh, who was Trump's appointee, um, in his ruling, and he said that if we allow these ballots to come in and we count them, that they will um, sway the results of the election. No, you're just counting people's votes. It's not swaying like you're counting votes. So it just goes to show like that's Trump's rhetoric. You're going to sway the results of the election. If you count, the more people you count, the more accurate the American vote is. So what he's really saying is I'm not interested in accuracy. I'm in, like he has a fucking dog in this race and he's not trying to allow this Democratic because I think it was like a, a certain part of the city Democratic part of the city to allow for late votes to come in. Just really interesting rhetoric. I just want people to really pay attention to the courts because unpopular opinion is that the courts are more consequential than four year four more years of Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. In all honesty, because that's that's life. That's a lifetime of bullshit we got to deal with. And so you know she's in. We're gonna see what the fuck she does. But again. If you don't go vote, you know, it's going to be up to the Supreme Court to decide who the president is, if there's any fucking, if he tries any crazy legal shit, and, you know, how many people has he put on the court so far? They may or may not have some, some, uh, what, some affiliations with him and do the wrong thing. So we, we're going to see. I'm so nervous about this. So you're going, you're walking. I'm you're walking going in. in you're going in person, rather. Yeah, I didn't try. I, for whatever reason, the the absentee thing. Since he was tripping about that, I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna go cast my vote. I could go do it. Um, I'm gonna try to do early voting tomorrow after work because that's found a polling place not too far away that's uh, open till eight. But I heard people standing in line for three hours in New York for early voting. But I'm gonna do it. Just be standing out there. But we got to record it to somebody else's podcast tomorrow, so I might have to come home if I if I don't get in. But hopefully, I will. And yeah, if not, then I'll be there on Tuesday. Vote on Tuesday. If you have your absentee ballot, fill it out. Make sure you're filling it Drop out properly. It Use a blue and black pen. Or Drop black. it like at this point, I wouldn't use. The USPS go in in person. There's so many drop-off offices. Find out where it is. Hand it in. And get confirmation that your vote was Yeah, you get a little email. 
which I haven't gotten yet. So fingers it crossed. It takes a couple of days. Um, and like Antoinette said, give yourself time. And, and if um, you are in Pennsylvania, Georgia, um, Georgia, Ohio, Florida, like Wisconsin, those are key states, key states, Texas. Looks like Biden's not going to get Texas, but Georgia's up for grabs. Pennsylvania's up for grabs. I don't think Ohio is, but like, if you're in those states, please, 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 please get your mama, get your auntie, get your cousins. And that people have voted too. A lot of people have voted. So they're breaking all kinds of records at this point. We will see, niggas. What the fuck is that going to if be? He, if he, lo- like? if Biden loses, get ready to just not hear from me for like a month. I'm going to be like, oh, talk to y'all later. <laughs> just get ready. I'm be like, mm, what is going to happen? And that's the other what thing. What is going to happen, Internet? What I is can't gonna- think about that. We not. I'm not making that kind of plan. But I can't. I can't I, address that. Listen, I feel like niggas got a plan. That's what I feel I, like. I, I don't know. I I don't want to speak it into existence. I really don't. But um, I will say that our episode next week will be out late just because we want to give ourselves time to see what the hell goes down with this election and talk about that. It'd be silly. We usually record on Mondays. It'd be really silly to record and then have the election and then be talking about Boo-Boo the Clown and them on the shade room. So we're going to wait. Speaking of Boo-Boo the Clown and them. Who? Lisa Ray has a fans only. Only fans. You? What's it called? Only fans. That's so interesting to me. Why? Do you know who the fuck that is? That's Lisa Ray from the fucking Players Club. Are you serious? Lisa Ray. That was a man's dream. She is 50 years old. Bad as shit. Go go look Lisa Ray up. Still I know what it. Lisa Ray looks like, goddammit. She's still killing it. She was just in a video... Um, with Drea looking like Drea's little sister, fifty, no makeup on. That's a light skin. That's I a light subscribe. skin love dream. That was yeah. She was the epitome of like she's light skin drunk porcelain yeah. queen. If you're the porcelain princess, that's your she, mom. I don't know if she was porcelain. Oh, she was. <laughs> she was. She's more butter pecan. She She's more butter, butter pecan. pecan. She like caramel. Yeah, like, she more butter pecan. But I, I, I just you're hating. Do we care? Yes. Really? You're hating, yo. I can't. I saw that. Was like, yes, queen. Yes. Meek Mill cares. I bet he does. Meek Mill and and Rashid and every other Negro that you think Rashid don't care, loves care. Megan Megan the Stallion. <laughs> He finally, she's always like, I don't know, like, I like, like, you know, like, um, who did he say that? I was like, nigga, what did you just say? <laughs> I like, um, what's Diana Ross's daughter's name? Tracy Ellis Ross? She's like, I, I, I like Tracy Ellis Ross. I was like, what? Like, <laughs> Wait, why are you hating on Tracy? Her no, body crazy Tracy's too. Tracy's not like, wow. Tracy is gorgeous she's attractive but she ain't like Tracy a- is bad do you watch her workout videos no are you kidding I just don't think Tracy a is a wet dream okay she's wow. bad y'all heard it here first Shanti <laughs> is a fucking hater I'm not hating I'm just saying I just nah, I don't feel like Tracy is a wet dream the but fact that you just tried to hate on Lisa Ray and now you I didn't I just Tracy I just lot. didn't know we're still interested we're still invested in East uh, Lisa Ray's uh I'm sex appeal. 
Yes. I'm ageist. I am ageist. Yeah, you I'm are. I'm ageist. Wow. We do care. Next. Hater. I care about I her. I care about Nia had... Long. I care about all the greats. Nia Long, I mean, Nia Long, she matters. Nia Long they probably just always the same age. But Nia Long or... trumps Lisa Ray. Not in a lot of these men's heart and minds. The oh, Players I have to Club know who Trump is who. like a. I would love to know that too. I but like the Players Club is a. Like men were in there, little boys, like men our age were little boys in their fucking basement sneaking off and doing horrible things with Touching socks themselves? to the Players Clubs. Yeah. <laughs> Not horrible things. So many pillows. Humping pillows, having wet dreams. Lisa Sticky Ray was hands. it for them. It. Yes. I we gotta know this. I gotta text. But like, all right. Anyway, I decided we if we had a fans only. Only we do, fans. Only we would fans. have a fans only. We would because it'd be some bootleg ass <laughs> fucking website. It's it would the- be um niche. It would be um chicken wings and flower beds, chicken wings and bouquets. You and me. You trying to do that? <laughs> I'm so upset. What we could have banchan chicken, Korean Yo. fried chicken, barbecue oh, chicken, I grilled went to chicken. A drive-through movie, drive-in, drive-in movie with Jade and my girl Angie, and we had Jade bought a forty-piece of wow, banchan chicken three wings. People, Nickas. and we ate our asses. I had mass snacks. It was amazing. <laughs> but but banchan chicken, Beetlejuice, which was Beetlejuice. Was Didn't I stupid. tell you that? I was like, when you see it, you're going to be like, wow, that was really a bunch of nonsense. Yeah, that is the epitome of just white people be getting a bag for nothing. Beetlejuice what? wasn't shit. What? Um, Watch Beetlejuice Michael as Keaton an adult. Michael was amazing. Yeah, Michael Keaton was amazing as Beetlejuice, but he might have been in that movie for like 10 minutes total. <laughs> I will say stupid. that white woman is cute. Gina. She, Gina was a cutie patootie. Gina I forgot Sam. about her. She's super cute. And what's his name? What's his name? They look good. Ooh, Alec was a... Baldwin was fine. He was fine. Fine. Ooh, young Alec Baldwin could get it. I was like, old Alec Baldwin could get it. I don't know about all that. Larry David, Alec Baldwin, get the pants. I got a Larry David fact for you later. He got a big one, right? <laughs> Yo, I'm about to vomit. <laughs> that, my vitamin just came up for me. <laughs> oh, come on. Next topic. You looking at Larry David forearm. Have you, you seen it? No, his yo. hands and the way he walks. He just walks <laughs> like. So like, you're coming for Rashid because Rashid has a crush on Megan the Stallion and Tracy Ellis Ross. But no, you I was coming about to have a Tracy David. Ellis Ross. Larry David. Larry David. For your lust factor, Larry for the David person or Tracy that you Ellis lust Ross. after, Antoinette. For the person you're lusting you, after, Larry David. I don't lust after Larry David. Okay. I lust after. Nas, I love lust after Alan Iverson, Jonathan Majors, fucking mouth, (laughs) Andre three thousand, Blau. These are men. You know Andre was mine too. So let's just you know these are men that you lust after, but you you like the quirkiness of Larry. You like Tracy is endearing. She's not. She's annoying. She's more beautiful (laughs) than anything else. Exactly. She annoys me. She's annoying. With a big booty. She ain't, up, she ain't all that. Ooh, she got hey, nice style. Men don't be giving a fuck about style and hair. They try to see some ass Apparently they do. 
apparently well, yours does. Well, that's why I was clowning Rashid. I was like, hmm, that's your lust? And then he was like, actually, I masturbate to Megan the Stallion. That <laughs> <laughs> poor man. He ain't say that. <laughs> but I know it's true. Next. <laughs> it better be true. I'd be happy for him. But anyway, Antoinette, that brings up a question. He asked me. This is such a good question. What rap song do you want to fuck to? If you had a rap, who do you want to listen to? Rap music. <laughs> While you are making sweet love. Hitting the sheets. Wait, we're making Slapping sweet the love? skins. However you want to say it. Fucking grinding. Oh. Who would it be? Who hmm. do you want to hear? I would listen to Andre Andre 3000. I would listen Wait, to Wait, you're making sweet love or you No, like- you're having sex, child. Unknown fact. That's actually Ooh, am I going to share this? No, nah, I'm not. <clears throat> share it, please. <laughs> please. That's that's how poor young Shanti. That's how poor young Shanti lost her virginity. Listening to like Philly hood rap music. Not like <laughs> Top one hundred, oh but like a good question. good rap music, like major figures, like these niggas don't even yeah. exist major anymore. Figures is a, major figures is amazing. <laughs> no, you don't lose your virginity to major figures. Did you God lose your virginity me. to major figures? What's on? Probably. I don't know. I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> wow, that's a lot. We all think about that. You think about that. I, I, I about want that. everybody to share. If you guys are gonna I'm call really going in, through my playlist, like, if you're gonna call in, what's your rap? Who do you want to hear rapping hip hop? Why you making rapping hip hop? You sound like rapping slash hip hop. Okay, I'm gonna get a bang rapping hip hop. Yeah, lyrics. you just sounded crazy <laughs> as shit. I'm like, oh, move on, please. <laughs> Mine would be probably some just and all. Uh, never mind. What? I would love to the What's Your Fantasy remix. <laughs> oh my god! I fucking love it. I, and would, I, know I every could word. totally. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Trina. Yeah. Who was on there? Trina, Foxy, and uh, Shauna. Everybody go and listen to What's Your Fantasy? What? Wait, who, what, so, what you talking about? I don't know the song then. The what's your, girl, What's Your I Fantasy? You re- about, I wanna let, 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 lick you from your I head I don't remember to your... those women on there. Foxy Brown was no, still relevant? No, it's the remix. I will also have sex to Buster Rhymes and Janet Jackson. Buster Rhymes and Janet's What's It Gonna Be? But that's more like no, sexy. That's more but what's your fantasy? Let me play it for I you. I think sis. Luda is the rapper. When it's you edit the, this, put this shit song. in here. It's the rapper. Luda Chris is it, Antoinette. Totes. Did you just totes. say totes? Totes, my goats. Remix. 
Give it to me now. Give it to me. You wouldn't. I would Wu Tang on somebody's face to this. <laughs> I would be like. They went That's off the on internet. this. That's it. That's a good one. You're welcome. And I would fuck the Uchi Wally Wally. Nas. I could. Nas, hands down. Because it's like storytelling. It's, you know, his beats ain't too crazy. It's good, like ambiance music. Very Shanti good. would be in there like. I, I think those are very, very good. Very She'd be like, good. if I ruled the world. <laughs> it's so corny, yo. All right, come on. Next topic, because I want to get into this, because I'm hype about this. So, Antoinette recently shared with me, and this is kind of, this actually is the main topic. It, it all it all ties together. So, why don't we Do take we a break? we need to take a break first? Yeah. Oh, okay. why don't we take oh a this break? is going to go into the main topic? Yeah, I think it all kind of works together. I definitely think it all works together. Well, before we do that, let's make sure that we shout out Love Lavender Shay again. I don't give give y'all tired of hearing it, but we're going to support this young black entrepreneur woman who is doing her thing, who is offering our raggedy asses 15% off site-wide. And I love her shea butter. I do use it when I head out. I do pack it with me because it is winter time and winter I am is coming. ashy and my skin is cracking and bleeding for washing my hands for washing them so much because mm. of coronavirus. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Love Lavender Shay. Make sure you go to her website. Make sure you take care take care. Make sure you take advantage of this 15% off using the code around and support black business. Put your money where your mouth is. Do your thing, okay? Shout out to Taylor. Shout out to Love Lavender Shay. Taylor, come on. Love you, girl. Oh, yeah, she was supposed to. Oops. (laughs) (laughs) I got to set that up. She was supposed to come on and just talk about her business for for a quick quick 10 minutes. I'm the worst, yo. We are also going to ask you lovely (sighs) listeners to rate, comment, and subscribe to us. And share. And share. The more that goes around, the more people learn about us, the more that people decide that they want to continue to rock with us. So please take this time out before we go on our break to do one of the four options. Rate, subscribe, share, or comment. comment. I didn't even know it was four before I said it. <laughs> Ow. Comment, comment too. I just said su- that. I know. I'm saying the comment is not just comment on Instagram, but... Please comment when you rate us. Like, write a comment. Don't just hit the stars. You know what I mean? It takes two seconds. You would just be like, dope. That's it. That's all. Okay. We're going to go into a break and we'll be right back. Hey, y'all. Antoinette here and I am inviting you. Hey, y'all. Antoinette here and I am inviting you to take a bite out of summer with HelloFresh. From chef-curated seasonal recipes to their very new fresh and fit summer menu, HelloFresh brings flavor right to your door. And if you're looking to eat well this summer, HelloFresh's menu features calorie-smart and protein-smart lunch and dinner options. HelloFresh makes it easy to reach your food goals with flavor recipes that will definitely leave you feeling satisfied. Also, HelloFresh gets that you want options when it comes to what to make for dinner, not just the same old tired thing all the time. That's why they offer 40 recipes to choose from. Did you get that? 
40 recipes to choose from every single week. So you'll never get bored and you can always find something new to try and love. Listen, it's peak time for summer produce and HelloFresh makes sure you get all of the best picks all season long. Their ingredients travel from the farm to your door in less than seven days for a quality you can taste. I recently made the Gouda Vibes Burger with tomato, onion, jam, and potato wedges. And I must say, this was one of the best burgers I have ever had. It was absolutely delicious. All of the ingredients were fresh, they were quality, and they were bursting with flavor. So what are you waiting for? Go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. And so we are back. And you know what? You know what I feel like is really um, necessary? I really feel like we should begin shotting out some of our Patreon followers. Because y'all niggas be following us. Like you. You watching right now. So shout out to Jocelyn Jackson for showing up and seeing us. Shout out to Courtney Lawrence. Shout out to Bianca. Dennis, Rachel, Miracle, you are a miracle. So happy you're here. Yonique, Jonique, not which one. Barry, <laughs> brother Barry on the ones and twos. What up, Barry Beat Dizzle? Latoya, Jackson. Jasmine. Sound like a DMX motherfucking song. Shout out to all of y'all. Thank Keisha. you. I'm going to come up real close. No, shout to out y'all. to y'all. Y'all know who y'all are. Thank you. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me get Very good, Shanti. So Antoinette shared something on Instagram that really changed my life. It really did. It really had a spiritual effect on me. And it is the Mike Tyson interview with Boosie Badass. Ugh. Just Boosie. Just Boosie bitch ass. Oh, you came at... (laughs) I don't like Boosie. Boo- that's the, you know up. who Boosie is, right? That's the same fool we talked about who had the... No, Boosie has a track record of being dumb, just yeah, not being well. Yeah, the same well. fool who was like, yeah, my son, I had somebody get my son head at fucking two. Well, let's talk about that. Shit. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. Because Mike Tyson was abandoned as a child. Mm. Mike Tyson was angry. But a brilliant fighter and became one of the best fighters in history. He was the mo- he was one of the most intimidating. A fighters. savage. He was like terrifying. Not just be- like Muhammad Ali was a very skilled fighter, right? And he talked a lot of she talked some slick Muhammad shit. Ali was like he had like that charisma thing to him, that showmanship. Mm. Floyd Mayweather has like the the corny like dickhead like the sh- showy thing, right? Flashy. Mike Tyson was terrifying. Mike Tyson bit a nigga's ear off, y'all. But he that was like he wasn't that terrifying then. But like in his prime, that's pretty terrifying. Yeah, but in his prime, 
he was terrifying. Like, if you watch My, any of these old interviews, of, we well, should Mike all Tyson do that. Is like Mike Tyson made a lot of money. Mike Tyson got in a lot of fights. Mike Tyson was accused of rape, and I think he actually was convicted of it. Am I right? I don't know about that. I don't I know will, about that. I will either. fact check but you. But either talk way, Mike Tyson has eight children. Mike Tyson has a huge tattoo on his face. Mike Tyson has been made fun of because of his list and his, you know. He was convicted. Mike Tyson raped a woman. He was, con- yes, okay. Mike Tyson beat women. Robin Givens. Mike Tyson was hell on wheels. The type of nigga that if he were acting the way that he acted now, he would be canceled within a heartbeat. Completely. Utterly canceled. Mike Tyson also... You know, I don't, and I don't think this was like a public thing, but Mike Tyson has gone through, let me just say something else. I must, I have a whole theory. Mike Tyson's also a cancer. And we were talking about this earlier this week. Cancer men, when they're bad, are the worst humans on the planet. You think Geminis are bad? You think a Scorpio is bad? A An ge- angry, hurt a cancer, cancer man. A hurt trash. cancer man is 50 cents. It's Clarence cents, Thomas. <laughs> What's his name? <laughs> 50 cent, bitch. <laughs> it was the plural for me. Ah, right? I'm about a dollar. <laughs> a hurt cancer man is O.J. Simpson. Mm, mm. Safari. What's wait? I need to put know what Tom... your beef is with Safari. <laughs> What's wrong with Safari? He's a troubled person. Oh, fuck with Safari, Safari is married now with a baby in love. Oh, is Tom Cruise? I'm sorry, crack me up that you put Tom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you ain't have Tom Cruise. I was like, I'm putting Tom Cruise. You know who else is a cancer man? Larry but David. Not... Well, who? Larry David. Larry David is a cancer man, but I'm not saying all cancer. I'm saying a cancer man when a cancer man is bad. And and let's define bad. I think bad is insecure, hurt, inadequate, angry. I think there's a lot of insecure. I think that how they, because it's a crab, right? How they manage their insecurity is through anger, is through, oh, it was oh, so hot. hot, was it? Benji Cotter done gave her a mug. That joint been mu- hot for about <laughs> for 24 hours. It ain't never cooled down. That is a thermal mug to be fucking reckoned with. That was on the break, so they're not even going to know what we talk about, so well, cut that out. No, <laughs> Benji Cotter done sent... You know who I don't you think are. that's how we pronounce his name either. <laughs> but that's how I say it. Jadaka, I think. <laughs> Benji Cotter. <laughs> ben. Nah, ben. we were on a roll. You was killing it. Ben might be a cancer. Is Ben a cancer? What is hard about cancer men is that they don't, because everybody's insecure and everybody's 
is scared. It's not that that's bad. It's how they proje- project and it try to intimidate mm-hmm. and try to hurt in like a deep, deep way people May I play a clip, that have queen. offended them. It's, it's in line with this. May I play a, a clip very quickly? Yes. <sighs> know it'd be even awesome marketing for you if you were um, kind and considered people's feelings to be worthy of listening. Uh, you you, you going to be, my, uh, you gonna be my, my helper with that. No, because I see you're worthy of that. You have to believe that you're worthy of that. Yeah. You know? I got feelings, you know, I, you know, I got... I don't want people to think I ain't got no motherfucking feelings for nobody, you know, like, especially for the gay community. My no. tour manager gay. I got cousins who no, gay. No, no, no. You know, Listen, I, you love everybody. Yeah. You just don't love yourself. You're sometimes good, you're a good man. No, I, no I, I know you're a good man. You're like me. I'm a good man. You're a good man. But you just have to believe you're a good man. You know, you don't have to make nobody happy. You don't have to kiss nobody's ass. So, but you have to let people know that you just you're a good man. And every time somebody makes you mad, that's that means they're your master. They control your emotion. They control your feel. How this motherfucker gonna make you feel a certain way? Because they say he might say you're a nigga. So how you gonna let somebody control your life and your emotions, your mood? You're not gonna live long. We're not living long. Human beings don't live long as it is. Why do we want confrontation? <coughs> you look at a guy like me. If I didn't have confrontation, I was nobody. And if I if I beat everybody and I scared everybody to be confront me, I find the enemy. I find somebody to fight. I fight myself. Cause that's all I knew was fighting confrontation and chaos. I was addicted to chaos. That's what that's what you addicted to. Chaos is fun too. It gets my dick hard. Chaos. Woo! It's fucking. I'm in the paper. I hit that nigga. I beat the reporter. I did this, this, and that. I fucking paid ten million dollars to this fucking dickhead and never saw forty bucks in his life. And I did this, and I just became an asshole because I was addicted to chaos. People said this is a crazy nigga. I wasn't. It was like drugs. I was addicted to being an asshole and getting in trouble and seeing my name being a loser and stuff. And just tearing yourself apart is just as much powerful as building yourself up. You know? I was the biggest thing in the world. Fuck you, nigga. You ain't shit, nigga. I know who you are. You got these white people fooled. You ain't shit, nigga. Your parents are pimps and poor. You're nothing, nigga. You better sit on your knees. You better pray, motherfucker. You know, this fame shit is how the sky is how I get away from life. But life keeps hitting you and you have to obey it. It just keeps hitting you when you try to avoid it. You want to avoid life? Let me take your daughter away. Let me take your son away. When you go to face life, nigga, man, let me take your wife away. When you go to face this shit, nigga, you bitch motherfucker, he looks at me and says, oh, this is my nigga, Mike, he's a bad. Nigga, I'm, I'm not nobody to be proud of. And I know you say, yeah, we're street nigga. No, no, nigga. You're a legend to me. No, no, nigga. Listen, listen. You know, I, I respect that too, right? But listen, to be that, you know, you, you nobody would want to go through what I went through to become right. that, whatever this stuff is, that right. just shit, whatever it is that yeah. make people want to say, hey, we love you and we, you're our God, whatever that stuff is, that is suffering. Yeah. Well, that is suffering, nigga. I said, I'll fight myself. And then he goes on to say later on in the interview, not he goes on to then flip it and say, and guess what? The reason why, Boosie, you like to cause all this chaos and like to be the guy, I don't give a fuck, I don't give a fuck, is because you feel the need to be someone else's master because you're so out of control 
from within. So that's the only way you know how because to exist. You, because you don't like yourself. Because you don't because like yourself. Because you're hurt. <laughs> Mike Tyson, ladies and gentlemen. So I just want to talk about, unless also, I know you don't give a fuck about this internet, but this gives context. Boosie's a Scorpio man. <laughs> so the, 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 um, the actual emotions and the way that he feels things and oh, holds it. Feels deeply. These are two emotional beings. Mike Tyson, to me, is like the modern day Siddhartha. He's like the modern day black Siddhartha. Please tell people who Siddhartha <laughs> is who who don't know. Please, Siddhartha. Oh my God! Is it's a, it's a text in which a prince and it's set in India. A prince is given everything in life. His life is meant to be easy. He has wealth. He has comfort. But he's restless and he's searching. He's like, this can't be life. There's got to be more. This can't be us. And so he goes on a quest to experience every possible experience in the human life. He is very poor. He's very rich. He's fucking mad bitches. He decides, all right, I'm giving everything away. I'm renouncing life. He goes to be a monk. And he goes on this spiritual journey to realize that everything and nothing is important and that everything can be discovered and true happiness and contentment comes within and he blossoms into Buddha. He becomes Buddha. Is that right? Does he become Buddha? <laughs> I get that confused with Buddha. That I, either that's the story of Buddha or Siddhartha. <laughs> Welcome to Around the Week Curls. <laughs> but it's a good story. Let me fact check. You keep going. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> when I listen Sid to uh, news podcast at the end, they say this episode was fact checked by Antoinette Henry. Child, but I feel like Mike he Tyson. He did, child. So Dartha became Buddha after 49 days under the Bodhi tree. Under the Bodhi tree. So he done experienced every, every possible experience in life. And I feel so you like you basically are saying that Mike Tyson is the awakened. I feel one. like that he I don't know if I don't know if he's awakened, but his involvement, the the he was abandoned. That he arc. was pushed himself physically as an athlete and pushed his body to the max as a punisher. He, he punished people. Felt anger and gave so much fear to people. He was fucking mad bitches. He was he raped a woman. He Experienced jail time. He came out, got a tattoo on his face. This nigga has been through so much in the range that he has. Like, you just have to respect it. And he, the way that he have schools to. Boosie, he just starts off. What do you say to little Boosie when he starts off? Like, well, t t tell me, who are you? And he just goes on this really beautiful monologue really of like his spiritual journey and the importance he just breaks down why the essence of what toxic masculinity is right is like this deeply scared fragile being that wants to be loved and cared for and is misconstruing the only way that he can 
have that without being abandoned or hurt is by having power, is by being this powerful being. Because if you can dominate somebody else, then, you know, you can't be hurt, like Antoinette said. And they're high as fuck during this interview. They're high as fuck. Yeah. And Obusi is like, and then the Busi story. Talk about how it opened up, though. How he opened what up the interview. What did he say? That's why I can't remember. He opened up the interview by confronting Boosie oh. about his comments about Zaya Wade, Dwayne Wade's daughter, trans daughter. And he said, let me ask you, do you have all of this kind of um, feelings towards, you feel like you should speak on that because you're harboring um, wait, wait, we, we gotta play that. feelings yourself? We got to play that. Why do you say things about... Um, person that, you, uh, that might be a homosexual, why do you say that about them? Do you feel the possibility that you're a homosexual and you by disrespect them, you further yourself from being a homosexual or thinking you may like homosexuals? Nah, nah, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm straight as an arrow. I'm just know, saying, you know... I'm not I saying did, you I, are, but I, why I do really, you have... Really, if I, you're straight, why do you... I really, I really, I really, I really commented on on, on the Dwayne Wade situation yeah. because I got offended because cause it's a child, you know. That's why I, I really got offended, you know. And uh, that's why I really said if it was a, if it was a motherfucking nineteen year old, eighteen year old grown person, I, I probably wouldn't. I know I wouldn't have said nothing. Well, why did you? But say I felt child? like he. I felt like. You know, I'm just saying, hey, you know, I'm not judging you. I'm, yeah. Don't ever think I'm here judging you. I'm just trying to understand you. Yeah. You know, and I, and I got some demons. You ain't in my world when it comes to demons. Yeah. Okay, but just tell me why. It was just like, you know, I just felt like, you know, that's a child. I felt like a child ain't, 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 ain't at 12 can't make that decision. I, I felt like, I felt like that's just how I felt. You know, and uh, and certain things I talk about on like that, I just feel like, I just feel like that that was going too far. You know, you Dig, you right. like, you, I agree with you. You know, you calling you calling him a her. You know, like that that that's just going too far. You know, at twelve years old. So that's the clip. I also just want to little fact check. Mike Tyson has never admit he's admitted to a lot of things. He has never admitted to rape. He was found guilty. But he has always said that he, that's not, that's not the truth. Oh, I got to say that again. My headphones were in. So that's the clip. Um, I do want to just fact check one thing that Mike Tyson has admitted a lot of things, but he has never admitted uh, to raping anyone. He was found guilty by a jury, but he never admit he um, never admitted that. Either way, nigga done done some things. Oh yeah, and so he's in conversation with Boosie, who we have, who has publicly been outrageous, publicly made no sense, publicly admonished and criticized, and like made a mockery of Dwayne Wade's child and his decisions around his transgender child. Meanwhile, saying that. What's what's her name? Zaya. Z- Zaya is not old enough to making to be making these decisions, and yet Boosie is encouraging it. and setting up his fourteen year old boy to receive head from prostitutes and grown ass women and engage in sexual activities. 
in defense of his and in hopes of developing his son's sexuality, masculinity, and like powers. So Boosie is like fucked up. He's not well. And to see how Mike Tyson cut through his psyche, like on some real nigga shit. The was question like, was always just, who are you? Tell me who you are. No, no, no. Don't tell me your circumstances. Who are you? Yeah, but Boosie, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> like, Boosie ain't know what to do. Boosie didn't confused. know what to do. Here's and it was really encouraging to me to see the reverence that Boosie had. Because if, let me, if that was Terrence J saying, you know, Boosie, I'm, I'm curious to know, like, are you saying this stuff about Zaya Wade because you have some homosexual tendencies or you're fighting the, he would have wanted to fight. It would have been a thing. It would have been a joke. It would have, it would, I don't think it would have been a joke. I think he would have popped off. Mike Tyson is looking at you. And you are a little boosy. You ain't gonna say but two fucking words. And and what was enc- it was encouraging for me to see Mike. And it was he wasn't even trying to intimidate him. I think it was just a he is who he is. And so you gonna answer these questions. And because I'm I, because I know I have this, I guess um, stature about me. I'm gonna ask the I'm gonna ask the questions, and you're gonna listen. And he kind of like shepherded him. Along the way. It was tough love. I mean, how many times did he say to Boosie, like, no, you don't love yourself. It's hard to do that. And he was, and it's hard to, like, admit that there's parts of me that I don't like, but I have to accept them. And I have to try to be better. It was duality Crazy. at its finest because Ooh. I feel like Mike Tyson is the mascot for masculinity in mm-hmm. a lot of ways. Like... You train hard, you're disciplined, you're a champion, you don't give up, you're strong, you're you're aggressive, you're savage, like, and then for him to say, but I'm scared. I was a scared boy who wanted to be loved. I just wanted people to love me. That's all I want. But I was scared. I did that because I was scared. The way that that just cracks open men and black men in a particular way, I was just like, yo, this needs to be played in, um, this, need, this just needs to be seen in so many spaces. Yeah. But it also, it just also really made me think about how we cope, how we, how we manage our trauma. And like, I don't know how Mike Tyson became the self-aware being that he became, but he really has... Well, he converted to Islam in um, prison. I don't know if that had anything to do with it. Child. He did. I don't know. He ain't say nothing about the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. No, he didn't. Niggas always talk about the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. (laughs) Shout out to the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. (laughs) I can't with you sometimes. (laughs) I I don't know either. I I, I don't know. I don't know, but... He's been doing some work, mm-hmm. right? And he's like able to understand how his trauma shaped him and how he copes with his trauma. And, I, you know, I've been in therapy for 
ever psyched. <laughs> Do I? Have <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I've been therapy probably as long as we've been doing the podcast, like a year now, right? Yeah, like I had just started. Girl, we have been doing this podcast for longer than a year, but go ahead, sis. How long have on. we been doing this podcast? Two a year. Years. It started in 2018. You got it, sis. Two years we've been doing this? I, <laughs> I might have been in podcast for two. Uh, I might have been in therapy for two years. I don't think so. I can't remember. Probably like a year and a half. Anyway, I'm just now at this point of like understanding how I cope with my trauma in in a in a way that doesn't serve me. Mm. And when you're talking about if we're going if we're going to connect it back to Walter Wallace, if we're going to connect it back to the police, if we're going to connect it back to just black people as a as a as a traumatized um just in a constant state of trauma it's so important that we understand how are we coping with this trauma and what i love about mike tyson is how he was like i was angry that's like a secondary emotion like i was angry and i was wilding out but even below that, I was like really, really hurt and really, really, really sad. And mm. with like this whole thing happening with what what happens when we see ourselves and we deal with people understanding that they're actually like hurt and they're actually like heartbroken. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. black people collectively we all have this stigma from black women to black men. We're angry. We're dangerous. We want to, we're you know, we're unpredictable. We're aggressive, violent, aggressive. Niggas, we're heartbroken. And nobody, nobody, nobody like, like sees that and like cares for that. Because when somebody's angry, Versus when they're heartbroken, you handle them so much differently. You you don't it's it's but just people, a completely mm, okay. different like holding when somebody's not to say that there's a coddling. Let's give for inst, for instance, if those police had been trained in a way, if his mother had been trained in a way, if psychiatrists are trained in a way to understand that, like, oh, at the root of so many people's shit may be fear or or being heartbroken. For black people collectively, I really, I really think there's like a dismissal of how hurt people are. And it's just like, we're angry, we're going to protest, like, fuck this shit. But I forgot my train of thought, but like, uh, for instance, if Walter Wallace, who was murdered on Monday... If they had not been so scared of his anger and tapped into his hurt in some different way and cared for him differently, the way that I feel like Mike Tyson cared for Boosie, like he went straight to like hurt. And you can see it on Boosie's face Mm -hmm. and his fear and his confusion and his loneliness. I had hope for Boosie after that interview because I felt like Mike opened up pieces of him. (laughs) 
You just, and I love that idea of opening up pieces, like giving niggas space to like be more than angry and to be more than like reactive. And I just, I just don't know that America, men, women know how heartbroken we are. Like I was heart, like that hit. Walter's mom is her heart is broken, like like actually, it's not it's it's in a way that is never gonna go back. That shit kills people, and I'm I'm gonna get off my tangent, but I'm just gonna say like, again, I was talking with JoJo. This is JoJo's words. JoJo was actually one that brought this into my mind. We were talking about indigenous folks and about. I read, I read her the first chapter of um, the people's history and it's really graphic and it goes on like really what Columbus did and it details about how they tried to, after they like completely demolished the population, they were trying to bring back native people to Europe and they just weren't making the trip. These niggas, natives were just dying. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Joe, why do you think, why do you think they make it? And I was like trying to, I was looking for her to say like, well, maybe it was cold or maybe they got sick. Jojo was like, they were heartbroken. And I was like, ooh. Genius, baby. I was like, they were, like, I don't think people understand that that, that physiologically that wrecks people. Trauma on a, happens on a physical level. And then it shows up mentally. But it shows out, right? It's interesting that you're saying all of this because I feel like I tend to give people that kind of grace a little bit. Where like I really try, like I, like you, you have said things to me where you're like, no, some people don't deserve this. Some people like people that have may have hurt me like no like why do we they have to be handled with care why do we have to see the other side of this when we were talking about the you know the two women um or the excuse me the woman and the non-binary woman who one accused one was saying that she was she didn't accuse her the other admitted mm -hmm. to raping yeah. her they were mm -hmm. having that conversation and I kept bringing up like well where's the Where's the redemption for her? Where's the road to redemption? Because Dave Chappelle <laughs> had a, he has an amazing interview with David Letterman. You know, my next guest needs no introduction. And Dave Chappelle said some shit where he said, the path to freedom is redemption. Mm -hmm. And we're not giving anybody that. We're just mm -hmm. canceling people, right? Mm -hmm. And so I've always looked at it in that way of like, Why? What's the why behind these people? Now, I talk shit and be like, fuck Boosie, he's a fucking dick, whatever. But that's mostly because I, I I will know the why, but if you don't show me that you're you're trying to change some behavior, then I got nothing for you. But if you show me that you're trying, I might have a little something for you. You can admit, you know, things. But the why is always so important. It's so important for us to humanize people, right? And to understand, like, Mike Tyson, what a fucking arc. What an arc. Siddhartha, modern day Miss Siddhartha. I'm serious. Like, really think about that. Like, he went from, while he was in prison, he was fucking women. Like, he was fucking, I think, um, his counselor 
<laughs> and they had like an affair after. I'm dead ass serious. Like they're all all of his visitors. When I was he, younger. I was loving it. Oh, he was loving it. He was having so much sex mm-hmm. in jail. Like he was like he goes from that to being married to, you know, farming to like, you know, not having the bling but like and I'm sh- and he's still fighting demons, but he we humanize him now because I think he's able to own that shit. And we see ourselves in him a little bit, like our downfalls, like none of us are perfect. So that grace is really important and we have to find spaces to give it to folks, especially during times like this when the onion is being peeled back and a lot of people are being revealed as problematic. I hate that word, as toxic, hate that word even more. But I hate this word even more. We have to normalize Mm, mistakes. You were talking all this shit. I'm serious, though. We have to normalize mistakes. Because you're right. Trauma hurt people hurt people, right? And trauma manifests. And so what you said is so real is that the trauma manifests physically. And then like you recognize it. It manifests, I think, first emotionally, and then it shows up physically to like to the outer world where you don't even know what's going on mm-hmm. emotionally, right? Mm-hmm. And then you act out. Mm-hmm. And then it manifests in behavior. Mm-hmm. Right. Then it manifests in uh, you know, it could be like depression shows up in a lot of different ways. Anger is definitely a sign of depression. Mm-hmm. How angry do I get when I am sad? Mm-hmm. What a what a mean person to be around. Like, so when you're met with these types of people, I'm curious. I'm you know, there's so much going on in the world right now. There are people that can't pay their bills. It's people who's losing loved ones. It's people who are watching their people be killed online. It's people losing family members, not to COVID, but to racism, just because they don't fuck with them no more. It's a lot going on. And so when people come with all this shit, and then everybody's being encouraged to peel back the layers and go back to childhood and deal with your trauma, which is like a fairly new concept for the masses. like For white people. Huh? For white people, for, for Western everybody. civilization, I think th- right. I think well, okay. For the Western civilization, I think for for everybody over here, for white, for black. I mean, I have a loved one in my life who's dealing with, you know, um, addiction with alcoholism, and really, really trying to fight it. And almost every conversation I have with this loved one is a it goes back to his childhood. Mm. Every single one, mm-hmm. where somehow we land back there. Mm-hmm. And mm. all of these triggers that he's mm. developed and had, yeah, yeah, and, and then he's it recognizing a physiological that. addiction, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it mani- it manifests itself. I, I the body keeps score. The body, and I, I'm reading that, and so <laughs> fuck. Um, to to. To go back to the conversation with Mike Tyson and Boosie in which Mike Tyson is explaining his own psyche and his own shit and basically reading Boosie and offering Boosie insight into why he does what he does. I don't know if we can ever solve anybody else's problems, right? 
You know what I mean? So like, for instance, I think all that, I think what's necessary is that we make it practice and make it a standard that that's where we go to and that's what we what we work on in our personal relationships and our family dynamics in our work and how we handle criminal systems and how we're doing psychology it's like it's just it should just be the norm the fact that we have relationships the fact that we have relationships and we're not taught to like ask ourselves these questions or like figure out like why are you doing this why am I acting this way where does it come from I I just can't understand why that's not well I like you said normalized I think that so a couple things and then you know I don't I don't um, I, I think that, no, we can't solve any, we can't fix anyone, we can't solve mm-hmm. anybody. But as you can see, you can help reveal, someone can help reveal your, right. and reveal that's, things that's to That's our responsibility like Mike, to right, each other. Mike Tyson helped that's our responsibility. reveal Boosie yeah. to Boosie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In a way where, there was a point in the interview where Boosie said, you put me on a so much game right now, just keep talking. Yeah. And there was yeah, a humility yeah. there that we don't yeah. normally see from Boosie. Yeah. My nigga, you put me on it so much, taking a hit of the blunt, just keep talking. And I'm I don't doubt for a second that Boosie's not gonna rewatch that shit and be like, wow. But then I also think that this needs to be a practice, even and, and I have to be honest and say that I was blessed to have not all the time, but I had a parent and my father where I wasn't allowed, like when I got in trouble for something, I wasn't allowed, I didn't just get yelled at. I wasn't allowed to go into my room and just be cast away. I had to explain why I did what I did, explain why it was an issue, and then explain how I was going to move forward differently every fucking time. And so there was a certain amount of like my dad being like, I'm revealing your, yourself. I'm revealing you to you. Because you're not, it's, it's not going to just be me yelling at you all the fucking time. And you don't even know why. Why are you, why are you in trouble right now? You know? Mm-hmm. Why is this an issue? So mm-hmm. that, and I think that when you, when you do parent, and I'm encouraging people to do that, I don't have any kids, but it helped me, I think, to when I move for, forward in life, I try to do that as much as possible. And I and I know when I'm not. <laughs> I know when I'm just like Well, amen. I'm because not asking that's myself. It. Yeah. That's it. And I that's fail it. at it all the time. But figuring out what the root of things are is like shh, game changer. But you, yeah. And and it's just so interesting that I don't think Boosie could can do the he can't do that kind of work by himself. So like what you said is when we talk about like reform or transformative justice, right? Mm-hmm. One, with transformative justice, not everybody can be the person to change everybody and do that work of like helping them in their transformation. With that girl, Jewel and Jewel, I, Jewel was not there to do that work. 
for the other person. Jewel was just there to say, this is where you fucked up. This is what we're asking of you. She was revealing it to him. Then Jewel has other people that are set up to do that kind of, of work with them. But, yeah, I think it's our responsibility to hold the mirror. It's up to folks. it's our it's our responsibility, and then it's your responsibility to go figure it out. And it, and it has to happen within ourselves and in our own personal relationships, and because if it doesn't, the stakes are so high. When when it's not happening in our own personal relationships, we're not teaching our kids. If we're not having hard conversations with our friends with each other. It goes out into society, and then you have shit that happened with, like, Walter Wallace. Like, that didn't have to happen. He was hurt. He wasn't well. Where are the people that understand how to manage and care for people that are heartbroken, that people that are so hurt or traumatized that they can't snap out of it? You can't have a conversation with them in one conversation and they'll be okay. But like when you look at criminals, when you look at people that the homeless folks or when you look at people that are like at the margins and the margins of society, there's trauma there. Mm -hmm, There's mm -hmm. deep things that are there that like medication, God bless it, it, it works wonders. But like now we're like this overly medicated space where it's like that's what we do is we medicate people it's like a it's a full all-encompassing work that you can't just pinpoint you can't just lock people up you can't just medicate people you can't just go to therapy therapy don't just therapy doesn't work for people that are deeply deeply hurt and I just want to know when are we going to be like I don't know. It's just I think coping with trauma on a on a on on a national level. I think with like we... Western people, with white people that are so disillusioned to say like, "Let's make America get." Are you are you blacked out? Like America must have like disassociated for like four hundred years, where they were like, "Let's make America great again." Nigga, when was America great? You're unwell. You, you you have a fragmented personality like you're like but textbook even that, unwell it, there's there's something to be said about understanding why someone would make that statement and what kind of reality that they have lived in that is very different from your own fucked up so then I think we're tasked with and not everybody has a space for it all the times so hold the mirror up as best as you can. I tried to do that shit in our comments today. And then I had to tell boy, like I got gracefully bow out of here because I don't, I gave you as much as I could give you. I'm about to curse you to fuck out. You know, somebody in our comments on a post about Walter Reed saying, you know, the police did the right thing. We wildin white boy. The police did what's within the law for them to do, which we think is right, but that's it's down the, wrong. That's down another rabbit hole. But what I'm saying is, Resist, I think that what I think what we're trying to say is resist the anger that comes. Try, try to, you know, that comes with when you're met with folks who are just not doing right, not seeing themselves, not hearing themselves, and 
try to hold the mirror up if you can. And if you can't, just deuces, bye, I gotta go. You know? Mike did us a service. He held a mirror up to Boosie. He might have been the only motherfucker. He held motherfucker. a mirror up to me. He held a mirror up to all of us, but to Boosie, he might have been the only motherfucker that could have done that with Boosie. And he held the mirror up to himself first, which is why he, he was able to do that work. Make that change. I hate you. Michael Jack. I'm s- I would love to get into how we, um, and we're, it's late now, but on a different episode to really talk about how the body keeps score and Ugh. how we, how we manage trauma. Yeah. We all do. We all have to do how we somewhere. harbor it. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause everybody's mm-hmm. differently different. I don't yeah. know if I, if I completely know. Yeah. No, I, I'm definitely, I'm, we'll go into this and maybe we'll, yeah, we can talk about this after we may listen. No, I'm not going to handle trauma next week. I'm going to be happy next week. Is, I'm speaking it is... into existence because y'all not hearing from me. I'm going to be gone, literally off the grid, gone. Bank accounts cleared. I'm out. You don't know who I am anymore. Whole other identity. You don't know me. You just I'm met dead me. ass. I'm be in Cuba somewhere like, Asada, what's up? Hola, como estas? Me amo, Antoinette. Damn. Maybe not Cuba. <laughs> Well, you know what, guys? We should do that. We'll get into that sometime. I Lead just... us in a, um, an affirmation, boo, oh. about seeing ourselves, about reflection, about redemption, about, about child, that's as, that's as many R that's vocabulary <laughs> words as I have. <laughs> um, do you put the music on here when, when you edit this? You gotta put the music underneath. That makes a real big difference. All right. I do. I do. I do. I do. I do. Oh, right. I just want to sing. Name that album. Name that artist. Let people know. Name that artist. I just want to sing. I just want to sing. Name that artist. Wow, mm-hmm. Music Soul Child's album. Oh my God! Wow, Who the fuck cares Queen. about Music Soul Child? <laughs> <laughs> fuck that nigga in common. Music Soul Child don't take care of his kid because his baby mom on Instagram. Stay shot to give him folks grace. Look at her, just giving him grace. Look at child. yourself in the mirror, music. You ain't doing right. <laughs> um, yeah, but let's do that. I think we all just need to, um, yeah, listen to Michael Jackson. Look at ourselves in the mirror. Make the changes that we need to make. Why are you putting that outfit on, sis? Fuck do those earrings mean to you? What does that jacket mean? Why do we do the things that we do? And I think it's just a constant interrogation and exploration into the deepest parts of ourselves and to be cracked the fuck open like Mike Tyson cracked so many noses. <laughs> Let us crack open like the noses underneath the weight and terror of a Let us blossom and go through a deep, deep transformation.
petty, angry, sad, maligned joins to folks that feel free and purposeful and at peace with the moment that we're in. Because that's all we got. Shout out to Mike Tyson. And um, shout out to, to, to broken hearted people. That's all I have to say. Niggas are broken hearted. And um, that's not a very happy affirmation. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that's so sad. But like if you're broken hearted, you know what? Let it all in. There's so much room to let shit in if you just crack a little bit. Just crack a little bit. All right. So that's it. Guys, let us pray for America, baby. Ooh. What is coming up? This that John. Get ready. That John Wilding. I pray for everybody's protection and peace. And listen. If we get ready, what is it? If you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. I don't know how that saying goes. That's exactly how it prepared. goes. You said it exactly right. <sighs> I don't oh, know Shanti that. texted me. I was like, you need to buy some food. You need to get some stuff. You need to get some water. I really do. Might get I, I really week. think we should like, really damn. think about. I don't know. I'm concerned with you all the way up in New York. That's all I got to say. I'm, I'm in a bubble, baby. I mean, the thing is, is that I don't know whatever the outcome is going to be. I don't think this shit's going to hit the fan on Tuesday or Wednesday or whenever the shit comes out. We're not going to even know who won on Tuesday. I just feel like Tuesday. it's just going to slowly be like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. What? And my food going to be spoiled by then, so I'm saving my money. Not if you get them rice and beans. I got beans and I don't have no rice. But I'm going to say this. We probably will not know who won the election because Trump is going to be tricky. We probably will know in like three weeks. <laughs> but um, uh, we'll see. We I will Tuesday night. You bet. I'm just going to be sitting in the living room looking at CNN the entire fucking day like this. You should. I guess you could. Oh, you should go. You should watch it with somebody that you know. No, I have to be by myself. Why? I have because I I don't want to talk. I don't want to be interrupted. I don't want anyone's opinion. I just want to sit and be. That's is it. that a music soul child? Don't he got a thing about being too? Anyway, oh that's common. No. Fuck that nigga. That's common. <laughs> Yo, you got problems <laughs> that I can't fix. As we exactly. Just said on the episode, I gotta look in the mirror. <laughs> what is it, Shanti? That these light skin. <laughs> Brown skinned men are bringing up for me. There you go. What does it? He's like, what? Did, he was like, what does your chain mean? What does that chain mean? What, what's your clothes mean to you? I was like, oh. yo, Mike. I was, I was sitting there uncomfortable. Like, damn. If somebody asked me this, I would be stressed. Like, I don't fucking know. He's just saying, like, you're, all, you're, you're a product of all your shit. That's all he was trying to get, get to. You're a product of all your shit. Own it, but know it. He's like, I love, I love really expensive clothes too, and it makes me feel, see, feel good. Anyway, shout out to Mike Tyson, modern day Siddhartha. You heard it here first. <laughs> listen to this. Quote. Listen to this episode with Boosie, y'all. Get your men to listen. Get your dad to listen to it. 
Get niggas. I sent, I sent it to my dad. I was like, you have to watch this, dad. He Get niggas did. to listen to this. Crack open. Like yeah. the nose is under Mike Tyson in his prime. Okay? I gotta go. I keep scared of joining recording. Why Internet. are you scared? Because I'm traumatized of how many times this thing wasn't recording. <laughs> I would be so sad. I really would. I don't think I would be okay. All right, well. Um, We're going to send a link for Walter Wallace Jr.'s... Um, GoFundMe. GoFundMe. This one really hit, it really hit home. It's just like, damn. At this point, white cops are like, I I don't know why we're doing this. At this <laughs> no, point, no, there are some that are like, I mean, why would we? Why would? Why yeah. wouldn't we do it? Basically, out of your fucking minds. Oh, let me read for this. people in your life that are saying, why wouldn't we do it? He had a knife. <sighs> yeah, man. Read those comments in around the way, girls. I was like, Connor, get the fuck off this page. But I didn't. I took a breath. But I did ask white people to just be quiet in the stories. That's all I ask right now. I ask white people to shut up and listen. I, I and stop explaining. To shut up and ask why. Interrogate yourselves. Yeah, like, What's shut up. good? <sighs> anyway. Why is it so hard for you to care about anything? Why, Western? Why? I don't get it. Anyway, with that, <laughs> we listen to another bright and shiny, fun-filled, entertaining, informative episode that leaves you feeling good. Leaves you. <laughs> come feeling. back next week. We have more where that came from. Remember, next week is going to come out a little later, so that we can. We can cover the election. If you have a rap song that you would like to have sex to, please call us at 215-948-2780. That's 215-948-2780. Oh, my God. There were voicemails. They have been voicemails for three weeks, and I ain't played them things. We're going to have to play them next week. We will follow up. Sorry, y'all. We're going to get the voicemails. Shout out to all the Patreon people. Y'all ain't know we was... Looking and listening and keeping count. Also, I have some um, new ideas for Patreon. I think we should lay on a bed of flowers and eat chicken. All right. And with that, (laughs) we We should do that. (laughs) We should do an OnlyFans. uh, If we had an OnlyFans, what it would look like. I just said it. Did you not listen to me? That's not what my OnlyFans would look like, sis. What I would your pic- only fan be? If I had my titties out, my boobies out, I'd be tooted and booted boobies. with wigs on, though. Like purple wigs and blue wigs. Like wigs. I would be like a different person. You should do that. Nah. I am too busy. And with getting- that, we are rambling. <clears throat> Cut this out. I'm definitely doing chicken wings and flowers. I think that your only fan should, should be, be you laying in the bed with chicken, like, yes. hot wing sauce all over your body and all over your mouth. Oh, and you just... Or I'm just eating it, like, ASMR. Like, yeah. You don't have good quality enough mics for that. 
All right. Sorry. And with that, we're out. Hey, y'all. Antoinette here, and I am inviting you. Hey, y'all. Antoinette here, and I am inviting you to take a bite out of summer with HelloFresh. From chef-curated seasonal recipes to their very new fresh and fit summer menu, HelloFresh brings flavor right to your door. And if you're looking to eat well this summer, HelloFresh's menu features calorie-smart and protein-smart lunch and dinner options. HelloFresh makes it easy to reach your food goals with flavor recipes that will definitely leave you feeling satisfied. Also, HelloFresh gets that you want options when it comes to what to make for dinner, not just the same old tired thing all the time. That's why they offer 40 recipes to choose from. Did you get that? 40 recipes to choose from every single week. So you'll never get bored and you can always find something new to try and love. Listen, it's peak time for summer produce and HelloFresh makes sure you get all of the best picks all season long. Their ingredients travel from the farm to your door in less than seven days for a quality you can taste. I recently made the Gouda Vibes Burger with tomato, onion, jam, and potato wedges. And I must say, this was one of the best burgers I have ever had. It was absolutely delicious. All of the ingredients were fresh, they were quality, and they were bursting with flavor. So what are you waiting for? Go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping.